geeks, fanboys, utakus, fangirls, welcome to another edition of The Talking Pop. It's the podcast with two brothers with completely different personalities. Discuss video games, pop culture news, anime, movies, and more. As always, and something new comes to the table. As always, I am Alfonso Bergen, a.k.a. The Fongize, and of course, my co-host as always. Andy, how's it going? And pretty much it's been a crazy last week, um, of course, with the net neutrality being... Repealed by the FCC, and of course, the big thing we're going to be talking about today is the Fox and Disney deal. It's just something that's been brewing for like the past few months, you know. Fox has said, you know what, we no longer want to be focusing on entertainment, we want to shawl them out, and pretty much focus on news and sports. And you're probably thinking, why we're talking about this deal, how it affects us in, in terms of pop culture. It does, because what it means is, finally, if you're a big Marvel fan, we're finally getting the X-Men and Fantastic Four coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So find the rights that people have been urging, you know, Marvel, hey, come on, get these characters back. Because, of course, if you're not familiar with the whole movie licensing rights, I will get into that deep history about that, but that's something that we're going to be talking about today. And, of course, if you remember, Star Wars came out this past week. Me and my bro Andy got a chance to see it. I enjoyed the film. It was really good. Um, it was a great movie to see. Um, we'll probably talk about Star Wars another time, but today's... To the purpose of today's podcast is basically talking about the whole Fox and Disney deal. To talk about, but to get into that main point is to go back to history when Marvel Entertainment in the nineties was not doing good financially. So of course in the nineties they had to shout out a lot of movie rights to different studios. You know um, they had to shout out the rights to the Hulk to Universal. Spider Man's rights went to Sony, and of course Fantastic Four and the X Men had to go out to Fox and also like characters like Iron Man, Captain America. All those other characters were shipped out to Paramount. So basically, after you know success with the animations of you know of the characters, they weren't doing good financially. Marvel Comics wasn't doing good financially. So for them to keep alive, they had to shell out some some licensing rights and had to sell them off to maintain you know to avoid going bankrupt. Of course, now fast forward now is you know when Disney bought Marvel back in two thousand and ten or eleven. They started buying those rights back after the success of Iron Man in 2008. You know, Iron Man was still under Paramount, so they were Captain America. Of course, with the success of the Avengers, and I'm thinking if that wasn't successful, you know, Marvel Studios wouldn't be the juggernaut that it is today. And thanks to that success of the Avengers, they wanted to build a cinematic universe. Of course, Fox being successful with the early X-Men franchise films. And of course, Sony doing with their Ted, Ted, um, Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. Um, of course, with Hulk having mediocre success on the big screen, of course, with the big bomb, which was Hulk, by Ang, yeah. directed by Ang Lee, and of course, the okay 2008 version of the, of the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton as Bruce Banner, of course, before he got replaced by Mark Ruffalo in the, in the character you see today. But other than that, of course, just all thanks to the success of Marvel Studios, a lot of those characters are coming back in terms of, you know, Punisher, Daredevil, Elektra, all those characters coming back, making success in the net streaming service, which is Netflix, of course, they're doing great with the Marvel shows. And, of course, you know, having the Avengers in the big screen was a big boost, too. But it raises the question, will we ever see the X-Men coincide with the Avengers? Of course, you know, Fox had the movie rights, so Fox was not going to let it go. But people don't realize that Marvel has TV rights to those characters. But the problem is, if they're doing a cinematic universe, they can't mention the word mutants. So they had to use, like, you know, not always use, like, Inhumans or Power People. But they couldn't use the term mutant because that was still technically under the Fox banner. Of course, was success recently for Fox was, of course, Logan, and which was Hugh Jackman's final run as Wolverine. And, of course, Deadpool, which was one of the first successful R-rated 
Marvel type license based movies. Um, so I'll switch little gears to switch to my bro Andy. He wants to talk about a little bit of that before we get into the whole Fox and Disney deal. Um, I the way I come to see this, uh, well, I guess not the merger, but just how Disney and the way I see Marvel coming back. Uh, well, now that they're, it's not even separate anymore, we'll just say Disney at this point. Uh, concerned that they they took Marvel at a good point. They had bought Marvel at a good point in their career trajectory, considering that they, uh, after releasing all these characters' rights to different movie studios, and then tr- and then gaining uh, monetary success from Iron Man and Hulk, or uh, was it Iron Man, um, and then Thor, and then just bouncing from each movie like that and gaining success, they are kind of buying their own people. They're trying to buy their rights, their characters back the way they know how since they're finding that they're getting they're making more money than the competitions uh adaptations of the characters movies so it's like let's buy our characters back and do it justice just like we saw with the spider-man movie uh homecoming giving what you think how you felt about the movie um it did at least kind of relaunch in a whole other uh another freaking i guess another spider-man adaptation which is nice to see so it's like to see these characters kind of breathe new life, it's nice, and then make them kind of work within the universe itself is gonna. We're gonna. It's we're seeing that it's it can work, and Marvel's doing its job properly by doing that and setting the path at the same time. So it's like they're writing their script and following the path at the same time. So it's good to see that now. Considering this is a major deal, what I see them doing is, of course, gradually <laughs> grabbing all the characters back. And then trying to make their own movies so they can keep some longevity going. I mean, 2008, and we're at 2017, so that's, Jesus Christ, we're going to hit 10 years almost. So, and we're, and we're still, we're still have people following the universe for what it is, and I'm hoping it's grabbing more people to gravitate towards the comics and the graphic novels, that way it can kind of keep the, the culture going, um... I, this is just a major, a major rupture in, in like, I want to say the movie industry, uh, the TV industry. It, it, it's shaking up a lot of things of what Disney's doing. They're not just making these power moves. They're grabbing certain studios and certain big corporations that we that we see now that aren't. It's like not, they're not even artist studios. They're corporations. Let's be honest here. So, they're they're grabbing certain ones that are playing to their advantage. Um, now, I'll let Fon start with what he wants to do as far as discussing the deal. It's random vacation. We want to see the specifics of the deal and then the ramifications on how it will affect everything, I guess. Specifically what you would feel is going to may play a big part in changing the way things are and how would you see it. What do you think about the deal, I guess? Oh, so yeah. Basically now, getting to the point with the deal is, yeah, I was keeping up with the news, you know, I've been looking at comicbook.com because it's like one of the sources that pretty much gets in the inside. I mean, there's other websites out there when it comes to pop culture and comics, but my more reliable source is comicbook.com, and ever since they've been, like, following the whole thing, I mean, there was rumors, there were talks that Fox was, you know, getting to the point that they want to sell the entertainment division, they want to focus more on sports and news, and... I would say that was the only thing that was making money. I mean, yeah, Fox did show a you know, successful entertainment franchise, such as, you know, The Simpsons, Family Guy. Um, I mean, there were some successful Fox shows that 
they're on, but the problem was they have very few like anchor shows. Like the only anchor show to me that's staying right now that's staying relevant is of course the Simpsons because they've been going on for more years. I'm actually older. I'm thirty two. I'm actually older than the Simpsons. That's how creepy it is. But um the only thing that was giving Fox success, you know, a lot of people have turned to their news channels and of course sports because there's their coverage of the NFL, Major League Baseball and yeah. of course the NCAA type um coverage. So I mean that's the only thing that was like getting some money, some revenue towards Fox and of course uh Rupert Murdoch felt that, you know, Fox couldn't uh, compete with Amazon, of course Netflix because right now with Netflix and Amazon becoming the big streaming giants and of course, you know, Disney's already working working on their own streaming service once their contract with Netflix expires in twenty nineteen. So we're gonna have a Disney streaming service which hopefully oh, yeah. does really good and models the model the same model as Netflix because I mean Oof. I understand from the Fox standpoint that, you know, it's kind of hard to compete because now, recently, some of their films have been needing mediocre success. I mean, there hasn't been really any good Fox-related films other than, the, like, comic book style, such as the X-Men and, of course, Deadpool. That was the only, to me, honestly, that were successful recent Fox films. I mean, I haven't seen anything successful in Fox besides television. I mean, The Orville is a really good show, too. I mean, that's a really good show from Seth MacFarlane, and it's got a second season, um... Follow through, and then you got shows like Gotham, which try to hold the whole origin of you know Batman in a different universe, which was established that this is a different version of Batman because of the whole DC multiverse. Um, but of course, you got like another station of the CW being successful, of course, with their DC Arrow universe and doing great. And of course, they got their own little streaming thing called the CW Seed, which lets you see like the shows and the streaming thing with CBS. So, so a lot of these giants are having their own single streaming service. So this is getting to a point that now. People are cutting the cord and pretty much going online. I mean, it's, it's getting to cheaper. the point. It's cheaper. You know, a lot of services are offering live television, such as, you know, PlayStation has their PlayStation View. YouTube started a TV service this year. Hulu <laughs> has their own live TV service. It's like CBS has an all-access. You know, a lot of these, like, you know, media giants are having their own streaming service because if they're not getting enough in on-air revenue, they'll still get enough money through streaming. Um, which is basically the future right now, which that's the present. So going back to the whole Fox and deal, like, you know, like I said, it all started with Disney, you know, trying to find a way to get the rights back to the X-Men and, you know, Fantastic Four, because if you've seen lately, whenever there's an X-Men movie coming out, problem is people don't realize Marvel has product licensing rights. So they have rights to, like, their characters through product licensing. That's why whenever a new X-Men movie came out, you don't see T-shirts, you don't see posters, you don't see, like, action figures, you don't see, um, you know, nothing. Because, honestly, it's because the fact that Marvel owns those TV rights, because they're trying to put pressure on Fox, because they own the movie rights, to actually sell it to them. Same thing in the comics. If you notice when they had to end, like, they kill off Logan in the comics, or when they ended the run of the Fantastic Four, because they're trying to put a pressure on, because the problem is, that people don't realize, any character that Marvel makes in the comics, that's that particular studio whose rights are owned, gets that character. So that's why they had to, like, split up the Fantastic Four. That's why they had to end, end X-Men in certain ways. So because that way Fox doesn't get those rights to those characters when it comes to film. And, of course, you got the success of The Gifted, which is a, basically a Marvel slash Fox collaboration. Same thing with Legion. And, of course, we got a Deadpool animated series that's actually coming soon at FXX. But now it's going to be more due to the deal. It's going to be produced under the Disney banner. So, so now to go to the breakdown of the deal... Basically what it is, Disney just bought Fox's assets when it comes to the entertainment business. It's just on 20th Century Fox, 24th Century, 20th Century Fox Television, 21st Century Fox Films, Fox Searchlight, Fox 2000, all those like independent studios. But of course, they also got, um, 
They also got their uh, share in Hulu. So Fox owned like 30% stake in Hulu. If you're not familiar with Hulu, it's a streaming service where each media giant had their share. So that's why you get every access like to, to episodes of popular shows the next day. But it's more like a share type thing. But according to this deal, under terms of the deal, it says Fox will retain rights to Fox News Channel, Fox Broadcasting, which runs the Fox Network. So that they're still going to maintain local broadcasting rights. And, of course, the Fox Sports channels, such as FS1 and FS2. So, so like I said, um, pretty much, and also, uh, Disney will have a share in the Sky family networks in Europe, because if you're not familiar, Sky is like a big, like, like a cable company in Europe, and it was actually owned by Fox. Fox has a share in it. So, pretty much, um, like I said, that's basically what it is, and they're just getting, and of course, the deal ended up being $52.4 billion in stock, but that means the Fox shareholders will have shares in Disney. So, basically, their, their investments are getting shifted towards Disney now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's going to get it's gonna get subject to, you know, Congress wants to have a congressional hearing. That's the most recent thing I heard, and the Internet's been reacting to it. I mean, there's already been pictures of, you know, they have a picture. You know, if you've seen the Infinity War trailer, you see that one scene when um, Thanos is holding up the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So there's like people that put like Photoshop Mickey's face on the on the fitting. You see that meme right now that has him with the different like properties on his gloves. Yeah. Even though it's showing Spider-Man, people don't realize they're sharing. Um, Marvel Studios and Sony are sharing Spider-Man's rights. The only thing that Marvel's sharing for Spider-Man, technically they don't have Spider-Man back. The reason why they're using Spider-Man in Captain America is because Marvel came to help Sony. Because Sony wasn't doing good too. Because there's talks that Sony wants to get out of the entertainment division also. Mm-hmm. And focus more on gaming. But that was a way because due to the mediocre uh, performance of the Amazing Spider-Man, you know, Marvel stepped in being the big brother. Say, hey, we'll help you out. If you, well, you get all the licensing rights, you get all the rights, film rights. The only thing we ask for you is we'll help you produce the film as long as you let us use Spider-Man mm. in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the good show happened. Homecoming became a success. And which was kind of cool because you got to see Spider-Man, you know, actually interact with the other characters. Such as Iron Man and... I mean, that's all we see. But, of course, you saw him in the Civil War, which is great. So we can't wait for Infinity War. So, yeah, the deal ended up being $52.4 billion. And, of course, when it comes to rights, uh, pretty much... Uh, look here. Yeah, like I said, Fox Search, like Fox 2000, or Zelda Studios. So that means we'll get rights to, like, Avatar also. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's already been said, like, James Cameron, you know, if you've been to Disney World, they had the World Pandora Animal Kingdom. So it kind of feels that, you know, the camera's a very strong relationship with Disney. So so now Disney gets to get, call, capitalize on the success of, of course, of Avatar. And, of course, you've got The Simpsons now. So it means, like, they'll have access to, like, This Is Us, Modern Family, the you know, The Simpsons. All Disney will also get FX Networks, so they'll have FX and FXX, National Geographic Channel. Um, but Fox will still have, you know, they'll still have, like, you know, Fox Sports. So, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Like I said, Fox just wants to pretty much focus more on sports and sports coverage and news, which is the only thing that's actually doing good for them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to character rights... Um, yeah, they will get X-Men, they will get Fantastic Four, so they will get those characters, so maybe we'll have Kang the Conqueror make an appearance in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, we'll have Galactus make an appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I mean, there's so many potential, who knows, I mean, right now people are putting out fan posters of, um, Avengers and uh, X-Men, so maybe we'll have an Avengers X-Men crossover. And, of course, the big thing I was reading to do, I mean, you know, Ryan Reynolds did a more humorous type thing. 
Um, of course, because he was worried about the whole, oh, no, Disney's going to not have us have R-rated Marvel films. But that's not the, that's not the case. Um, Bob Eager, the CEO of Disney, who extended his contract to make sure this deal would happen, said that they are open for, if we, if we saw how Deadpool and Logan did in the R-rated film, they're at, they are open to R-rated Marvel films. They are they are open to it, so they're not going to be the opposite. So they are open to it. So that's kind of cool because Ryan Reynolds he embraces the character of Deadpool. Honestly, he is Deadpool. Um, put a thing on up online. I was reading on his Twitter that this is what happens when you blow the Matterhorn, and it shows like Deadpool being escorted by Disney security outside Disneyland. So, so hearing that from Bob Iger puts a whole relief, saying, "Hey, you know they're going to keep it the way it is. They're going to keep those deals." And of course, now there's been talks that Gambit is actually going to start production in March. Bit of bigger budget, so yeah, yeah. so actually starting that. Um, of course, once Fantastic Four, um, people don't realize that Fox only had distribution rights to Fantastic Four. Actually, Fantastic Four is owned by Constantine Films. Because when 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 Marvel Entertainment in the '90s sold rights, basically it was a joint venture between Constantine Films and Fox um, Fox Studios. So basically, they partially owned the characters. But now with that, I'm assuming Disney's going to work out a deal with Constantine Films to get the full rights back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to open up big possibilities for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, of course, like I said, with Disney being, you know, entertainment juggernaut that it is now, of course, with purchase of Lucasfilm since 2012, and, of course, you know, bringing the Star Wars universe back to mainstream. And, honestly, it's a big deal. I mean, if you're a big geek like I am, you know, I'm excited, you know, get to see, you know, X-Men actually talk about mutants, talk about, you know, Wolverine. But, of course, you know, Hugh Jackman has been put on the spot because right now he saw him promoting this film The Greatest Showman right now and pretty much uh, they asked him is he really going to come back and be Wolverine but he said that it's time for someone else to wear the claws he said he you know if it was a years ago if Marvel bought the city rights back he would have he was open to it but now you know it's in his age he's played a character for over 17 years so it's he said it's about time for somebody else to step in but he's excited so hopefully he gets to see the Hulk and Wolverine duke it out of course that's what everyone's been hoping for and We'll have to wait and see, you know, and we'll see who's going to be the one that's going to fill in the shoes. Because we have to see how Marvel Studios will integrate the X-Men universe into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So you have to wait and see. Because like I said, now with these rights, now they can plan more for Phase 4. Because you got Captain Marvel coming out, and of course you got um, the, uh, the another Marvel TV show, Cloak and Dagger, coming out soon on Freeform. And you got another show in the works featuring Squirrel Girl and all those other characters featured on television also. So you have to wait and see how that gets played out. But right now, this deal is a big deal. So it's one of the biggest deals. And, of course, of course, it's going to get to go on the Congress. So it doesn't violate any antitrust laws or monopolization. But honestly, it's not monopoly. It's like, you know, Disney, when it comes to investments, they know how to invest in entertainment. And that's how Disney always been. They always want to entertain the consumer. So do you want to give they, your opinion? Yeah, they, uh, like I had stated earlier, like where it said, um, they're investing their money in, in with certain companies that they know they were part of their competition and looking down the road it's like well we've already grabbed big players right that are going to bring them financial success down the road because Disney their problem is not merchandising that's that's they're good at that and they have no problem with setting up theme parks and all this stuff which we'll, we'll see down the line too they'll add new new you know certain amusements concentrated on their character properties which you know the people will flock i mean 
we saw Universal release a Harry Potter thing, and that's doing very well within a couple of years of its opening, and that's based on a couple, you know, books. So Disney being just an animation property, and we're going to see once they dive into that, and they'll just make more money. And once they dive into the streaming um, hemisphere, and and they're gonna, I feel like they can shake that up very much. So when they re- when they do release their own streaming service, because I mean, capitalizing on this deal. They'll be able to take some of that, I want to say, uh, I want to say that sort of, sort of attraction away from the Hulu users and the Netflix users because of its, its I mean, Hulu with its updated uh, updated library of, of popular shows that are still going on to the, on regular TV networks. And then we got Netflix, which does, it's, it does a, a decent job of, of ha- having new properties every month as well with their original content and with popular shows and whatever they buy licensing rights to um, as far as indie properties and, and international titles. And then you got yeah, then you got Amazon with their their original things. So you got we have big players in the streaming game right now because it's, it's still fairly everything's the wild west right now and Disney wants to get a, a wants to grab that while the, while they're cooking right now cuz I mean Marvel's a big deal. Um, I was reading I was reading an article on was it Slash Films that uh, did what is it thirty percent of a share on Hulu and then we have if they already do forty percent of Hollywood Pictures every year is coming out from either one of either Marvel or or Disney Studios um, or what is it Lucasfilm Studios it's like they already own forty percent of what Hollywood's making every year for job for movie properties and that's jobs so it's like. I did also read that they're going to be doing about two million layoffs of employees, so that kind of sucks. Yeah, that's kind of sucks. It's so, what happens with any corporate mer- yeah, mergers. Yeah, like they out. have to like they have to show out. You know, it's kind of sucks. It's like what happens when any company merges. When you know, new regime comes in, they have to look and see what you know what assets they're going to have to liquidize. So it's good. It, it's it's sad to see that a lot of employees are going to lose their jobs with that, and and to see that. Um, that are getting bought off by such a big thing is kind of suck. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, what happened to your company? Oh, you know, got bought off by Disney. So it kind of sucks that, like, Disney's going to be the worst thing that happens to them instead of positiveness. But, uh, yeah, I think this deal is a big deal in the sense it's going to shake up the culture, pop culture atmosphere and the way movies are shelled out by this one big thing. Um, I mean, we're not seeing any strangleholds on actual properties not being able to release at least these full feature films so you know we're gonna see a lot of changes that are hopefully will be for the good for art and entertainment but their streaming services i think that scares me the most because that's that's gonna be a lot of power i mean people would pay just for watching the classic movies alone if they were of course they'd stream it why wouldn't they stream the old movies even if yeah, it may actually make it easier for yeah. Disney to stream. Like a man, I, they can try. I feel like people would still pay if they charge like twenty something dollars a subscription for or per month. Bucks, I, I still, think people I still people buy would it. still pay. But you like, I see Disney has always been like this, though. So I'm not surprised, even from the get go. So it's not, I'm not surprised that they're doing this. It's just that with that streaming thing, it's going to be a big. It's going to be a big play, and and I feel like a lot of these other network studios are going to move, put their stuff onto Disney, because they're going to, there'll be a lot of membership retention. I mean, Netflix, I think, just announced another another price raise, I think, so, and, like, it's only been a couple months since the last one, so, you know, we're going to see the streaming 
market go up in in pricing for everyone's tiers in other streaming services. So you have Amazon or Netflix, Hulu. What, there's tons of them out there. HBO, Showtime. We're gonna see a lot of them gravitate until we see that Disney. Once they set the thing, they're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Well, now if people are gonna be willing to pay twenty five bucks for a whole Disney package, and they might be just their one their service one package, and not their Magical Kingdom <laughs> premium subscription, like that, it, we're gonna see that at Netflix and and something like Hulu, if it's still if it's still around, um, we're gonna see them having to either add more more features for the user to use or some sort of i don't know crank out more new original things but that's going to be inevitable it's the fact that they're going to have to raise the prices even more i mean what's it in now i think it's like 13 dollars too Give yeah or take i think Netflix, hulu like, right now has that model i think right now it's like eight dollars right now well for it's eight dollars right? with the ads but no right now i got hulu so i subscribe to hulu right now it's at 11.99 but they haven't been talks but now, if you show a little bit more, you can get their live TV. So, I mean, they do offer packages. See, like, that's good. Like, which is unlike. They do offer packages. I mean, well, like my bro said, like, Netflix raising their prices because Netflix is... Like, they, like, they, they don't Netflix much. is starting to push more of their original content. Yeah. And less more focusing on other... So, that's why ladder licenses are being shown out to Amazon or Hulu's picking them up because, basically, um, like, if you know, if you're a big fan of Futron, remember, Futron was getting success in streaming-wise... On Netflix, but all of a sudden, you know, they decided, oh, you know what, we're going to let our deal end. And, of course, Hulu came out along and brought Futurama. So, a lot of people, it's gaining new life. So, that's what it is because, you know, Netflix is trying to focus more on original content. You know, they got a lot of movies. Well, yeah, no, yeah, they have, I mean, because they do a good job and they see that. But, I mean, now that the other people, now the other players are like, they at least, you know, found their... Their, I want to say they found their lane in the stream market because Hulu wasn't as big. It was just like, what the hell is Hulu? And then, like, like oh, now we see Hulu into one one out. Yeah, now it's, you know, it's a legitimate player. I was one of the original people that got into Hulu. Like, I, it was, it caught me by surprise. And then, you so, know, like, it, it got me surprised. And what cool is, and of course. And that was just TV shows. It wasn't yeah. even anything else. And anime. Well, that's what got me to Hulu, too, was anime. Because before Funimation and Crunchyroll came along, you know. It was hard to watch anime because unless you had cable, you had to go on Toonami on Com- uh, Cartoon Network late at night on Saturday nights, you know, to watch any of the anime. But of course, with Hulu, had that whole anime streaming service, and now you got Funimation and Crunchyroll, and you know, becoming these giants, you know, when it comes to streaming. But having this partnership now, you can watch you know content on demand because yeah. that's basically what it is. If you're a busy person that works like I am, you know, I work in a warehouse, you know, I work a certain amount of hours a day, but it's cool to have you know come home and pretty much watch your favorite shows on demand instead of having to wait, you know, when the next time they're going to air. So you'd be able to catch up to everybody else, basically. And like I said, with this deal being the Fox and Disney deal, you know, puts like Disney a stranglehold on Netflix, you know, because now once Disney's deal expires in two years, um, well, in the years, yeah, in two years, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, you know. I believe, you know, Disney might have, you know, with the streaming series, they'll have access to, you know, their past content, like their Disney films. I mean, right now, if you go on Hulu, you can see a lot of their classic animated films on there um, versus, like, Netflix. So, I mean, they have some content. But, you know, with Disney having their own streaming service and, of course, access to the Fox's assets when it comes to entertainment, they got a bigger, wider film library they can use to their advantage and have it available on 
on um, their own streaming service, which we don't know what the name is. We know it. It's just, just based on articles. It's just known as Disney it's streaming. Like so Disney. we don't even know what their yeah, name's going to be yet. Like what the project name is? Because um, of course, you know, living, different companies have their own project pet names for them. But I haven't heard anything yet lately. Um, it's coming. It's it's like honestly it's one of the big deals that people are talking about. Of You'll course, see. with net neutrality being canceled, like I said, like earlier in the podcast, I mentioned net neutrality being even that's going to shake being repealed. But I'm, right now, that's facing you know backlash because a lot of companies like Google, Netflix, they are fighting against it. So it's like you know that's a completely different topic. I don't want to get off point. You know, when we're talking about Disney, and of course, you know, there's been reactions like I said with the Disney deal, some positive, some you know questioning, you know, Disney's motives in the whole thing. It's, you know, it's like, like I said, Fox's main focus was they wanted to get out of entertainment and focus more on, you know, sports and the stuff that works for them. And then, like I said, yeah. and people wondering, how does Stan Lee feel about it? And, of course, uh, Combo.com talked to him about it. And, um, let's see, um, like I said, um, they're going to have, like I said, there's a biopic based on Stan Lee that Fox had the rights to. Yeah, last year they're actually developing a Stanley um, biopic. Um, pretty much now it's going to be under Disney, so that's kind of cool. Um, and let's see what he says here. I'm trying to look at what his reaction is. This is what Stanley said. This is basically on the deal. He says, A true great piece of news. Now characters such as the X-Band and the Fantastic Four can come home to the place where they belong. It's vital. It's vitally. Vitally important to have the Marvel characters under one roof. Now, as great as they were before, I can't wait to see what the wonders are that will unfold. So he's actually really positive on the deal itself because, of course, he was one of the heads of Marvel Entertainment in the 90s. And, of course, you know, he probably felt bad, you know, they had to sell the rights to their characters. But now having these characters come back, characters that he helped create along Jack Kirby, having these characters come back to where they belong and now almost under one roof. To, you know, now they get to interact with the other characters that he and Jack Kirby helped develop. So that's great to see that he has a positive standpoint on, you know, this whole deal. Like I said, I'm I'm happy for the deal. You know, it's, like I said, as a comic book fan, I'm happy because now, like I said, we get to see the X-Men and the Avengers interact. And now they're under one thing, so... I mean, like I said, I'm a Disney fan also. I'm a big fan of Mickey Mouse and all that. You know, I'm a big fan of Disney. You know, they do show a lot of great films, and of course, and you know, they're one of the pioneers of animation besides Warner Bros. Yeah. and Fleischer Studios. I mean, there's a lot of animation pioneers, but Disney, you know, when it comes to partnerships, they do do great, you know, business deals as a business standpoint. Yeah, they, I mean, we're seeing it live in action. I mean, they're making money off two things that are going to continue to make money for them, regardless of how far we go down the line, because it's just like, they're smart. They invest in things that never go away. What's Disney? Disney's but nothing but a nostalgic kick. That's why they want you to keep showing your kids, because you know your kids will pass down the same information, the same sort of love for these things that you loved as a child. So, like, as we see that going, they want to ca- they capture these properties that do exactly that. They capture art properties that are they're gonna, they're going to be passed down from generation to generation as they see fit so that's like a money that's gonna be a continuous money train for them and it's all lighthearted entertainment so they can't it's like unless some crazy scandal happens within the disney offices that somebody talks and whistleblows i don't see this i don't see the disney train stopping i it's gonna steam right ahead and then they're like i said they're gonna change the streaming game they're gonna change a lot of things and with the whole net neutrality thing that's gonna play a big part um 
Because, you know, those big corporations are going to talk together with the other big corporations of entertainment and different culture culture uh, controllers. And you're going to see that uh, as that changes the landscape of how we use the Internet and how these big... Like, basically, uh, the broadband companies, how yeah, they're going to basically... When they're going to... They're going to censor the internet, basically, is what it is. It's like... Well, not gonna, they're not going to only censor it. They're just going to... They're charge more to access certain they're information. They're going to open... They're going to close certain doors on us and charge and charge us a fee now for getting in, just like if you were getting into a nightclub. Like I said, we're giving you guys this... Like, for example, we're giving you guys this podcast for free, you know? It's going to be sucky if you like listening to podcasts and you got to shell out a couple more dollars, like 10 more dollars just to listen to podcast sites. Which to me is ridiculous. I think with YouTube, you know, I do YouTubing also. I do vlogging on YouTube. And it's going to suck more if you need to access like social networking sites or like streaming really? sites like YouTube. You got to pay like a $10 They're all more. going to be in little blocks and stuff that you can yeah. Comcast. Or so it's kind of like derailing the creativity, you know, of us, you know, providing, you know, our opinions and content to you, the, the listeners and the viewers, you know. Yeah, it does have a big major standpoint. Like that, I was seeing that with Netflix and Twitter and Netflix and all of them are speaking out against it. I mean, there's already cases being worked. Like, there's already attorneys and lawyers already working on cases to fight against the repealment. Mm-hmm. So we have to wait and see how it's going to go on because supposedly this is supposed to happen sometime next year. We don't know yet because based on you know what I read recently, um, there are going to be court cases against the FCC and. Hopefully it doesn't go through. Hopefully they'll find out some kind of common ground. And, you know, honestly, Internet is something that should never be controlled. It should never be censored. It should be made affordable to everybody. I mean, we're fortunate we're one of the few countries that have, you know, access to great Internet. I mean, if you go in other countries, they, yeah, they have their own pricing standpoint. But at the same time, you know, Internet should never be censored. It should be, you know, available to anybody at any time. Um, that's something that, you know, I feel strong about, you know, ever since starting this podcast and having doing YouTube vlogging, it, it really helps, you know, cr- give your creativity and pretty much share your life and your opinions to others, to a b- big, broad audience. And that's, like I said, it's a similar to what Disney's doing. They want to be able to reach out more to international markets when it comes to film rights and, you know, title-wise, because now, you know, having all these Fox titles under the Disney banner, they can reach a broader audience internationally, not just, you know... Yeah. Just not domestic, more like in the international market. So, like I said, um, I'm happy about the deal. You know, it's a great deal. It's something that, you know, like I said, I've been following for months now, and it finally happened. Um, The one thing that was surprised that Comcast was trying to go into it, try to get the deal with Fox, but Fox never looked at them at all. They always had Disney in mind because they knew Disney, for a fact, was willing to do anything to try to get those rights to those characters back. Besides the success, you know, on Marvel. Yeah. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're still going to try to find some way to get those characters back into back home. So, like I said, you know, Disney's already had the worst, you know. Like I said, we saw Star Wars last week. It was a great film, The Last Jedi. It was, honestly, it was more darker. I mean, they fought like the same concepts they, they did with uh, Rogue One, which it was great. You know, it was a great film. And, of course, like I said, now you've seen that Star Wars licensing now in their parks, you know. Now you can see Darth Vader and Boba Fett and all them appearing in... Uh, Disney parks, you know, I ran to Darth Vader and Chewbacca at Disneyland, and of course, um, if you go to Disney World and the Hollywood Studios, you get to do the meet and greet with Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, and all them, so it's, it was actually kind of fun, so we get to see, who knows, maybe we'll see Fox Properties, you know, making appearances in Disneyland, we don't know, we have to wait and see how that happens, but of course, you know, Universal has some licensing to like The Simpsons and all that, so it's going to be a while, give it time, 
but hopefully you'll because I know now you get to see some Marvel characters in Disney World parks. So I know with the opening of Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land coming up next year, we have to wait and see how these properties are. You know, going on of course with Pixar, showing out Coco, and of course the whole scandal with John Lasseter right now with the whole Hollywood scandals when it comes to sexual, you know, harassment. So we have to wait and see how Disney, you know, moves forward with this deal. And see what happens, you know, there's going to be making changes, like who's going to be running it, um, if they're going to have the different names, or do we still know it's going to Century Fox, or, we don't know, because based on their recent article, it says it could take about 12 to 18 months for the full transitional period to happen. But Bob Eager said that he's talking with Marvel Entertainment and Kevin Feige, saying they are going to try to implement some ways of mentioning the X-Men and the Fantastic Four in the studio. Because if you remember seeing Spider-Man Homecoming, how... Basically, now that, uh, if you remember, um, Tony Stark was uh, sold the building, the Avengers Tower, to somebody. He never mentions who, who bought the building, you know, how they were showing everything out since the Avengers have a new base in upstate New York. So who knows who bought the building? So they never mentioned who bought it. So who knows? Maybe it could be a clue to possibly the Fantastic Four buying the building. <laughs> so we don't know for sure, but... Yeah, they're making another damn movie. So we'll have to wait and see how this deal, ha- how you know, this deal affects the motion regulars going forward. But I also know the movies there are planned under X Men and Deadpool are still going on this plan. That's what I read so far. They are going on this plan. Nothing's changing yet. So we got Deadpool two coming out next year. We got X Men Dark Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix movie, Dark Phoenix Rising, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see that coming out. And funny thing is, Jennifer Lawrence is coming back for that movie. So she's coming back as Mystique for that film. People were saying, oh, she's not coming back after Apocalypse, but no, apparently um, she had a vocal agreement with the director, <laughs> so she is making an appearance in X-Men Dark Phoenix Rising, so she is going to make an appearance. Of course, you got X-Force, that's also playing also, and of course, you got New Mutants, that's another film that already got their, more, their first little teaser to it, that's coming out next year, so, and of course, you got the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming out next year with Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, what, Ant-Man the Wasp. You know, we got a lot of films coming out next year also, so we have to wait and see how this deal is moving forward, but honestly, it's one of the greatest landmark deals ever. And it's funny how The Simpsons, you know, people are saying, oh, Simpsons are great because they actually predicted this happening, and it happened like 20 years ago in that episode, which I probably have in my DVD collection of Simpsons all seasons. And apparently, there was a picture screenshot, someone put it online of um, Barton Homer in Hollywood, and it said 20th Century Fox, a property of the Disney, of all Disney companies, so... Disney, um, Simpsons predicted it, you know, they predicted a lot of things, you know, about Trump's presidency, about this going on in Greece and all that stuff, you know, it's kind of creepy in the FIFA scandal, so it's like, Simpsons predicted about it, and for some reason, they got it right, <laughs> which is, I don't know if, if Simpsons writers like got a crystal ball or some oracle thing giving them these ideas, like, hey, you know, this is happening, but it happened, so, I mean, it happened last week, so... So you have to wait and see how this plays out. Like I said, it's, it's going to be a 12 to 18 month, you know, process when it comes to any merger with any corporation. It takes about 12 to 18 months for a transitional period. Yeah. So, any last remarks? Um, no. I think we just have to wait and see what's going to happen. This is a big power move, and that Disney's continuing, just continuing to roll the money train, just keep it going. I don't know. Who, now it's just who are they going to get next? I'm waiting. Like, what else do they want? So, I'm just waiting to see. It's just more a big power move, and uh, they're going to continue to go that route. And I'm just waiting for the next company for them to eat up. Yeah. But it's good. So, yeah. 
I mean, that's like how my brother said, like, basically we're waiting. And let's let you guys know, um, we're actually going to New York next week. Um, so maybe we'll do a podcast in New York. So we'll probably um, go around New York City. So we're actually going on a family trip to New York. So maybe we'll go to some of the spots that are featured in the Marvel comics and probably talk about, you know, our experience in New York. And, of course, Marvel Corporation is become our comic that's based in New York. So maybe we'll get to see the building and get to see some of the, like, the landmarks are actually focused in the comics. So... But we'll talk about that going forward. You know, can't wait to go to New York. I've never been to New York City based on what the weather is so far. It's going to be second time the weather here. Like, it's going to be chilly, but not not super chilly. So, can't wait for that. Um, other than that, um, if you guys have any topics for us for any future podcasts, you can always you can always leave your comments to this particular podcast. This podcast is available to you guys on Podbean, which is basically one of the more options to get access to millions of podcasts. You can't get anywhere else, so definitely go to Podbean. So if you want to look for us on Podbean, it's podbean.com slash thetalkingpop where you can get access to the previous episodes. Um, I do have a Twitter. It's at thefranchise85. You want to tweet me any questions or any ideas, any discussions that you want me and Andy to talk about. And also you can follow my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash thefranchisenetwork where I post links to my audio, to the podcast. And also I do have a vlog. Which is on YouTube, so it's YouTube.com slash the franchise network, where I do the franchise talks. So it's basically like a vlog into my daily, into my life as a pop culture geek. You know, I like to read comics, I like to watch television, movies, anime, I like to collect pop dolls. So there's a lot of things going on in my life. I like video gaming. So if you guys have any topics that you see that you want us to give our opinions on, like I said, feel free to share. Like we like to share our opinions with you guys. So that's pretty much we have it. Um, of course, Christmas is coming, so happy holidays to everybody. So we'll probably do a podcast in New York. We'll see what happens, if we have time to do it or not. If not, um, we'll see. We could try to do something before New Year's. If not, happy New Year in advance. And once again, happy holidays. As always, I'm the franchise. I'm Andy. So as always, geek on and take care. <laughs>